the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back, everybody. Good to see everybody back. Good, glad to see everybody healthy and well. K2B2 Climatic, Ray J, <laughs> Valerie, hey, what's happening? Beat Boss. Conspiracy, my man. I, I, I was being a foodie. T, what's happening? I, I, yeah, I was being a foodie. Y'all forgive me, but I like to eat. I like to eat my food. Chris, what's happening? Hey, <laughs> Coach, and no one can save John Morant. Hey, Gary, yeah. Let John Morant do what John Morant does. Guys like him take themselves out of situations that's best for them. Let him do what he does. Stop interfering with that man's free will. If that fool wants to go off the rails and jeopardize everything he's worked so hard for, then by all means, by all means, I pre- Yo, I appreciate it. Yes, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, J. Jermaine. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? All right, all right, all right. Yo, um, fat girl K White, what's happening? You must be new because I don't recognize you, but you know, yeah, yo, John Morant is Steve Francis. Damn, I totally forgot about that. Didn't Steve Francis end up on crack? Wait, didn't Steve Francis end up on crack? <laughs> Steve Francis, hell of a talent, but I think he ended up on crack. Yo, listen, I got some old horror stories that I didn't know existed, and I went down a couple rabbit holes, and I'm like, I'm going to share this shit. So, oh, all right, happy birthday to Renzo, the big 40. All right, happy birthday. Everybody wish uh, Lorenzo a happy solar return, a happy another, another happy trip around the sun. That's what's up. A lot of these kids ain't making it to 40. Creative, hey, I hate running around cheating on me. It's, it's all good, though. I forgive you. I forgive you. He already cost himself 40 mil. Stay stupid, man. Can't save guys like that. Why would you want to? Why would you want to put in the effort and time and energy to save a guy like John ja Morant? Save him from what? Himself? Let guys like him burn out. You know? Let guys like him get out, ruin it so he can get out the way for people that deserve to be there. Let him get out the way. Yeah, I remember that. That's right. Yeah, yo, Steve Francis, man. Yeah, woof. Talk about a downward spiral. Business talk with Kate. What's happening? All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, everybody. Let me find out some <laughs> medium. Listen, all my shirts are mediums. Okay, all of them, all of them, except except my Pikachu shirt. That's a large. Like I'm in. I'm right in between where if. You give me a large, it's too big. But then sometimes if I get a medium, it's too tight. So I'm like right in there, you know? 
maybe if I lost like 10 pounds, I could be like comfortably, comfortably in all medium sizes because there's different sizes of mediums. Let's just stop that. Like all mediums are not equal, but I'm definitely not big enough for large. Not like I used to be. So I, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, let John Morant ruin it for himself to make room for somebody else that deserves to be there. Team medium all day. I have no shame. No shame. So if you want to buy me a shirt, medium. That's all, I, that's all I'll take. Medium. Let him be a, let the hood have him. That's, how, that's what I say. His daddy act a goddamn monkey. Let the hood have him and his punk ass daddy. That's how I look at it. Let the hood have him and his wannabe gangster daddy. They will not be missed. My man, J. Jermaine, thank you for the turn on the cash app. For thou has been summoned. <laughs> indeed, sir, indeed. Yo, let me tell y'all what happened to me. Funny story. Well, it's not funny to me, but this what happened to me earlier today. So it's early today. I decided to go tanning early. I'm going to go tanning again after this. But I say, yo, I got time to kill. Let me go outside for about 45 minutes and go tan. Right? Literally, this just happened about an hour ago. Two hour and a half ago, right? I'm walking. I'm tanning. Right? Just wearing my basketball shorts and my, and my Nikes, right? And I got a bottle of Triple X in my hand. I'm walking. This white guy. In a black Jeep, he pulls up and says, hey, bro, do you need a, a sandwich or a bottle of water? Are you okay? And I'm sitting here, I got my headphones on, right? And I'm like, is he talking to me? And I look back, and he's looking at me, and I wave him off. I'm like, nah, I'm good, thank you. He's like, okay, bro, just checking on you. And he drives off in his black Jeep. This motherfucker thought I was homeless. He thought I was home. He thought I was homeless, y'all. <laughs> he thought I was homeless. <laughs> he he dead ass thought I was homeless. I I was like, did he think I'm homeless? I'm like, what about me says I'm homeless? So I had to reassess. <laughs> Wait, I got my headphones on. I got my cap on, and I got my basketball. I'm like, how, how do I look homeless? Now, mind you, out here in the Central Valley, you know, it gets hot. But it was low 90s, 92, 93. It'll be hotter later on. But it was like 92, 93 when I'm out. I'm out when I was out today. And that, that's how I tan, you know? And I was so conflicted, like, yo, I don't know how to feel. Now, Shout out to the white man, somebody, clearly guardian angel, good Samaritan, they still exist, humanity, you know, isn't completely dead, but um, I was conflicted, I was like, yo, how do I feel about this? So I called the wife, I said, yo, yo, do I look homeless? Like, I got a, I got a fucking bright lean on, like, this $4,000 watch, I'm not homeless. But shout out to the white man that offered me food and water because he thought I was homeless. I was just getting my tan on. But out here, it gets so hot. These mofos, wear, they, they, they 
wear umbrellas. So I have the umbrellas out. Me, I'm like, he give me the sun all day. But uh, yeah, I was like, yo. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what she was saying. She was like, yeah, because he thought you couldn't afford a T-shirt and you just out here in the sun, you know? And uh, I was like, I guess. <laughs> Mike Rich vibes. I fucking hate y'all right now. I hate y'all. I hate y'all. For real, take the meal. Really? I was taught never never take anything from strangers. Did I have a sign? You know what? I Okay, I hope y'all all stub y'all toe. I hope y'all stub y'all toe or hit your your shin on the edge of y'all furniture. There. I hope y'all, everybody laughing at me, I hope y'all stub y'all toe or bang your shin on the edge of a piece of your furniture. Did he at least offer me some money? No. He offered me sandwich in the water. Yeah, migrant vibes, that's fucked up. Upgrade your, man, listen, it's 92 degrees. Nobody's trying to be cute in 92 degrees. I'm trying to tan so I can get darker. All right? <laughs> I'm trying to get tan so I can get darker. Take the sandwich. We'll take for food. What the fuck? You know what? You know what? To hell with y'all. I'm sharing y'all what happened to me. I'm still conflicted. That sandwich was probably good. Yeah, that that kind of threw me for a loop. Because I, I don't assume if I see somebody with a shirt off outside that he's homeless. He could be, you know, I, I see. See, if it's a white dude out here, no one questions it. I don't know. I don't think I look bummy. I had headphones on. I got a phone. I got a watch. I'm walking. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, you know, I need the Jamaican mesh shirt. See, all he was had was a sandwich. I should have took the sandwich. It might have come for Panera. <laughs> the hell with y'all. You know what? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know what? God bless him because, you know, he thought he was doing the right thing. So I'm not going to be mad at the guy or judge him for for his perception. But But perception to a lot of people is reality. And I had to think about that for a hot minute, you know? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Thank you for the five of the super chat. Business Talk with K says, I always give to the needy. Let me find out slot. It's giving hope. I wasn't trying. Really? You gonna hit me with the crystal water, Scott? I ain't telling y'all nothing else that happens to me ever again. Nope. Nope. You want to make up for Black History Month? Yo, and you see people out in the stands with the with the Obama phones in hotter hotter conditions. You know. I don't even know what type of sandwich you I'd listen. I waved them off. I'm like, I'm good, but thank you. He's like, okay, brother, just checking on you. So all that white supremacy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Peaches, 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 peaches. It's cool, though, because like I said, after this, I'm going to go back out and it'll be hotter. So I'm like really trying to get dark, like dark, dark, like dark, like how I used to be dark, like stupid dark. Like my name is Urdu. You know, I like I look like I speak Urdu. You know, one time, one year I was so dark that, in you know, Indian guys would strike up a conversation where they would speak to me in Urdu. And I only knew a couple words and I'd just be like, no, no. And they'd be like, oh, you're not. I'm like, no, bro, I'm, I'm an American. Yeah. That's how dark at one point I was kidnapped with a sandwich. Listen, it's going to take a little bit more than a sandwich to get me. Okay. Now, if you, you, you throw a, a red bone somewhere in, in the bait, I, you know, it's like trying to feed a squirrel. It's like, you know, you know how hard it is to feed a squirrel because they're always on edge. That's how I would be. But you throw a red bone with some curly hair, and she's about five nine, five ten. I might, I might consider it. I might consider it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to get back to how dark I used to be. All right, that's enough of that nonsense. You know what the hell with y'all? The hell with y'all? I would leave for no. I would get red bone bait every time. It would, it would get me to be like, you know, try feeding a squirrel. Like I watered a squirrel yesterday, right? So a squirrel was, uh, was, um, so we got a sprinkler, right? And I saw the squirrel and I'm like, yo, wouldn't it, would it be cool to water a squirrel? So he looks at me and I'm looking at him and he's looking at me, right? You know, you know like every house like has this, the same four or five squirrels, like squirrels are weird. Like if squirrels like hang around your house long enough, that, that's where they'd be. Like certain trees, certain houses, like squirrels would be like, this is, this is our crib. So I'm looking at it. It's looking at me. And I slowly move over to the, to the handle to turn the water on. And I say, look, I can't turn it on all the way because it'll scare the squirrel. So I gently turn the handle and, you know, to measure it to come out. And it comes out and he jumps and he's looking at me. I say, you know what? Let me go inside. Let me leave the water on to go inside. And sure enough, I went inside and he was at the water. Matter of fact, I recorded it. I'm so lame. Let me show you how lame I am. I recorded myself watering the squirrel. I'm such a lame duck. Like I feed cats and I water squirrels. I'm that guy. <laughs> Gary, thank you for the five for the super chat. I had to tell a man once. Uh, that when the devil can't find you, he'll send a rip every every time. Brown what? Yes. Matter of fact, yeah, let me. I'm so lame for this. I'm so lame for this. But, yo, I wanted to water the squirrel, and that's what I did. And he was chilling, drinking the water. I was like, yay, I did my good deed for that day. I'm not a nature person like that, but you know, I had, I got I got a tone for all my BB gun sins. So all those birds and squirrels and cats and dogs, I may have maimed as a youth with my BB gun. This, this is my BB gun atonement. So this is how I atone for my BB gun sins. You know, I try to do right by the animals that live here near here. So 
I'm confessing for my BB gun sins. No, nah, no snow bunnies. Hell no. What? No, bro. No, snow bunnies not going to get it done. A red bone, the devil knows his home. Sins in a red bone. That's why I like, <laughs> I always be like in my mind, be like, who sent you? Like, you know, when you meet new people offline, off of this shit, you, yeah, you tend to ask, like, who sent you? You know? Yeah. I got pulled over from State Trooper Speed in one time to get a squirrel off the windshield that had rabies. Holy what? Oh, no. See, I, exactly. Any red-blooded young man with a BB gun, you done took out some animals. Let's just cut that all out the way. Okay. Some tree rats are destructive. Let one get into the attic or crawl. Oh, this is true. This is true. The devil's daughter is a red bone. I agree. I agree. I agree. No, I don't, no, no, no snow bunnies will, will not work. I'm immune to that snow bunny crap. Will not work. Let me find it. Because I thought it was the cutest thing. Yeah, I, he waited for me to go in the house. That was the only way he was going to drink the water. There was no way he was going to sit out there with me. And wait. So I'm like, you know what? Let me put the squirrel at ease. I'm a, this is how lame I am. Like, this is my life. Like, I be trying to water squirrels. And, like, there's cats that'll sunbathe in the backyard, and I'll put out a can of tuna for them. Like, this is, there's this one big black cat. He's a good-looking cat. And there's another little black cat, and there's this gray and white cat. So at one point, I fed all three of them. And then she gets mad. At me for feeding them. I'm like, they need to eat. And I'm not a cat person like that, you know? Like, I'm really not into cats. But, so here's the little, here's my little friend. I was watering him yesterday from the sprinkler. No problem. Yeah, yeah. What? I was watching Entourage. Please excuse the, the, the noise in the background, but that's my little friend. He was chilling. I was chilling. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Hell no, nah, don't feed stray cats. What? I'm telling you, the cat to tell you what, what time it is with somebody. Hell yeah. Cats connected to the underworld. They're going to tell you what time it is. Right? Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to get right to it. I'm going to get it right to it. Now, I have no real definite opinions on Tariq Nasheed's museum. I still at some point plan on going down there to see it. Um, and to be fair, to be fair, museums do have events, private events, funding events to keep the help draw in more donors to keep the doors open. Now, I'm not... <sighs> yeah. It, you know... Hmm. Let me change something real quick. Yo. Hold on, I'm messing with something. Just bear with me. Oh, I won't let me change it until after I end it. Okay, never, never mind. All right, so... Um... 
Now, initially, he did say museum, we got the money for it, and it's there's artifacts inside. Okay. But unfortunately, <laughs> hidden boom boom room. Unfortunately, um, the non-museum part is getting more press than the museum part, and that's not a good thing. So, and then now he's going to turn it into some, like, he's recording stuff for re- a, a possible reality show. So, now, once again, I'm going to keep my opinions to myself. I'm just going to flat out ask y'all, did he grift this museum out of, out of his out of his constituents. Now he is a hustler. Every means of the word, he is a hustler. I salute that. I have nothing but the utmost respect for his hustling skills, attributes, acumen, whatever the case may be. He's going wherever he goes in life, he's gonna be all right. But now with this not another pivot. So the first pivot was the museum. The second pivot was okay at the daytime museum, nighttime lounge. Right. Okay. That's cool. Got to keep the, the, the got to keep the lights on. Right. Most people aren't trying to go to museums like that anyway. All right. And so now this next pivot is like, okay. So all the people that come through all the, let's kind of pivot off of this. So I don't know. Let me play this and y'all tell me, did he grift a museum out of his constituents? Once again, I'm keeping my opinions to myself. I just want to hear what you guys have to say after I play this. All thanks to my creator, most high God, King of Kings. So Danny, do you need a beat or you want to do acapella? It's up to you. You want a beat or you want acapella? Let's get some acapella. Let's, let's hear you hit, spit some hot fire. Soundboy genocide. I spit the speaker like a pipe bomb bombing on this audio homicide. My victim not specified, but I bring it to these roaches like a bottle of insecticide. No fiction. Opposition for victim to my critical inflictions. Analog crucifixions. Microphone murdering, and the thought that could be an MC that could step to me never even occurred to me. I'm a hip hop giant. I got it locked like science, homeboy. You don't even want to try it. To museum life, watch it now. Ex- so he then turned it into now it's called museum life. Now he's gonna, I don't know, y'all. What, how do y'all feel about that? Oh, I'm dropping frames badly on this. I'm gonna have to just reinstall ecam because i'm not yeah anywho mc argyle i can't with y'all hey super lyrical miracle abajirical did he grift did he (laughs) did he grift did he grift is this a grift did he grift it did he (laughs) did he do a bait and switch it's a no for me, dog. Who the <laughs> So basically, he's going to do like, you know, talent scouting and turn it into a, a, like a little TV show. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Right? But not the sleepwalkers. That's why I keep, that's why I'm cool with the cats. Yeah, because the cats is what saved uh, old girl from having her soul sucked out of, out of the mama cat. Remember? Yeah. Shout out to the cats. Stephen King. If you have your own brick and mortar facility, then it's best to maximize it. A reality TV show is an excellent. I agree. But should, so then should people that donated be upset? 
So I guess my question is, whatever it is, no. Colonizer Mike Knight. Oh, no. Y'all, y'all wrong. Okay, wait, Cass. So did he grift in your eyes? Would you have a problem with this? Knowing the initial reason you gave money to him was to open a museum because the importance of knowing one's history and, you know, us telling our own stories is, is, is an issue. Are, are you guys okay with this now? This new pivot. I told y'all this is what Tariq does, man. I'm sorry, just off the grift of heat. <laughs> oh, oh, I I think turning it into a, a reality show is is smart. You have to make money in this world, so might as well. Okay, see, see, but then Luger comes back with this, and I'm just like, I have no pushback. I have no pushback. So he did. So some of y'all say he did grift. Some of y'all say he didn't grift. He took the donor's money. Pocketed it, then turned around and took out a loan on the building. Damn. Say it ain't so, J. Jermaine, bro. Polo says, boo, no. Did you not get the memo? It was a grip from the beginning. Comic view. This is not what he sold the people. There, you, That's what I'm at. That's what I'm getting to. Thank you for saying what I, I, I guess I couldn't say. This is not what he sold the people. All right, you just don't want a cartoon made. Hell no, listen, if don't make me a, don't make a cartoon out of me if I'm not going to profit off of it, okay? No, shit, you're not going to turn me into no doll, no puppet, no cartoon. You will not be trying to imitate my voice. I hate the way I, I talk anyway. The last thing I need is Tariq trying to imitate my voice make, and making fun of me. No, no, sir. Okay, so pretty much it's split down the middle if, I, if I'm keeping score. Okay, maybe 60, 40 that he grifted. Could have been records. I'm gone from y'all. He did grift. He's maximizing the grift from a business perspective. I'm with you on that. Just call him to regrifter. When was the last time you visited? I have not gone down there yet since the first time when it was still under um, construction. I'm going to go, though. I'm going to go. If I donated, I would have an issue. See, that's what I'm expecting to hear. It'll be closed down within three years. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, PM2. Ha. What's lie he stay? I mean, he's a, he stays hustling. Like, you move from one hustle to the next, right? That's what you're supposed to do. If they keep giving money, I'll say this. Um, he's given his people more than Umar has, to be honest with you. But I agree, if you gave money under the guise of this being uh, a much-needed historical shot in the arm for our people, then, yeah, I'd expect you to have an issue with it, with this new pivot. Okay. Just should have just invested the donations on stocks. Uh, uh-oh, light-skinned banter. For these light-skins, G. Dizzle and AM1, probably the two of the most hated light-skinned guys down the street. So he said he was having problems with funding. So the next step is to grift. Yeah, you're not going to see. That's what I'm saying. Bobblehead doll. We don't want that. No, if, if I'm no, no, because you're not going to present me in a positive light. Okay. Make a shark puppet. See, he's going to turn me into baby shark. 
See, I ain't got time for all that. Nope. I ain't got time for make me a baby shark. Right, no, no. He make me some cute, cuddly-ass little shark with no teeth. Like, oh, look at Super Slider Shark. He looks so cute and cuddly. Umar has building two, no action. At least Tariq, that's what I'm saying. At least Tariq is putting out stuff. Okay. All right. Okay, so it's more like 70-30. Can I play Tariq's initial donation bid? You know what? Let's go find it. Let's go find it. Let's go looking. Let's go hunting. Tariq. I see the donation video. Let's see what pops up. Mm. Mm. It's really not giving me that particular video when he was, I mean, he had a bunch of streams talking about it. But I don't know if he had a video per se. Let's see what they're talking about. Let's see what they're talking about. How old is this? This was from a year ago. Okay, so we talked about the museum. I know I'm sure there's no timestamps, of course. They made it a state so that black people would stop escaping into Florida because yeah. Florida was a free state. Seminole. Yeah, Seminole, exactly. And yeah, for a long time. A lot of stuff shows up, so what? I don't care about this. It's never talked about. Okay. Yeah. When you speak of that history, those foundational black Americans, man. Uh, I just want to hear you talk about the museum. Group. Yeah. That's not to diss anybody. That's not to be divisive because when we start talking about our ethnic background, That's right. people want to say that it's divisive. No, every group has an, a background and a tribe and an ethnicity okay, identity okay. because everybody's supposed to get something off of us. Mm. Which Okay, okay, okay. Uh -huh. This is something <laughs> else going on right here. We got a... A specific claim that's specific to foundation of black Americans. Yeah. So that's that's why it's important for us to designate our group. Break down the reparations. Do you think that you all can actually succeed with this, or do you think this is just an uphill battle that might not ever? Boy, this did not age well. Man, listen, as foundation of black Americans, we can get anything done that we focus on. We've never focused on getting reparations, and we've never focused as black Americans on any type of tangible agenda for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We've always been on some, hey, we're all in this together, equality, love, everybody sit down and hold hands. Let's, let's fight for the immigrants. Let's fight for this group. Let's fight for the LGBT. We've been doing this thing where we fight for everybody, but yep. we've never said, hey, let's look out for us for a change. And yeah, the, okay. the minute we start looking out for us, everybody Search wants to cry foul now. Come on. You know? Museum promo. Okay. Let's try that. In history. Museum promo. And that just is a commercial. Let's see what. Now the initial Indiegogo fund. Let's see what that pops up. What does it give us? Ah, damn it. Nope, campaign closed. We can't pull that up. Uh, let's see. Reddit. Let's go to Reddit. Let's see what Reddit says. 
This was two years ago. Greetings, family. This is Tariq Nasheed. I am your community servant. Right now, I am in South Los Angeles on the world famous Crenshaw Boulevard. And with your help, we want to build the first ever hidden history museum right here in the Lamert Park area of Los Angeles, which is the cultural epicenter of Black Los Angeles. Right here on Crenshaw Boulevard, right here, there's an empty lot for sale, and it's in the perfect location for our hidden history museum. We want to acquire this lot so that we can build your community museum. There's museums that touch on black history, but they don't get too deep into it. This will be the first grassroots owned and controlled black history museum in the world. In our museum, we want to touch on a lot of things that are not touched on in other museums. There's such vast history of black people here in Los Angeles that we're going to touch on alone. For example, clearly this, this is not <laughs> clearly this isn't the property that he ended up securing. But let's continue. Pico, Pio Pico, who was the once governor of California. There's a street Pico Boulevard named after him. He had black ancestry. Francisco Reyes, who was the first mayor of Los Angeles. He had black ancestry. The grandmother of Los Angeles. Betty Mason, who was a former slave who became the wealthiest woman in California. We're going to talk about a lot of this stuff in the museum. Also in the museum, we're going to have five basic sections. We're going to have a master teacher section where we talk about the teachings of John Henry Clark, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, Dr. Amos Wilson. We're going to have another section for black inventors. We're going to talk about the black people who invented things like the modern refrigeration system, the modern toilet system, the modern home security system, and so much more. We're also going to have a section talking about black explorers. We're going to talk about people like Esteban Eco the Moor, who was very instrumental in discovering a lot of spaces here in the North American continent. Speaking of Moors, we're going to talk about the black Moors who conquered Southern Europe. The black Moors are never talked about in museums. This is going to be the first time it's talked about in our museum. Uh, We're also going to have a section talking about black rebel leaders, like the black Seminoles, like other black Maroons. We're also going to have a section talking about the real history of black music, particularly the foundation of black American history of hip hop. I produced a lot of best-selling documentary films, including the Hidden Color series. So a lot of things that's in our documentary films are going to be featured in the museum. And speaking of the films, we're going to have a screening room upstairs in the museum where we can screen our films on a regular basis. We're also going to have large meeting rooms where we can have conferences and community events for the people. Not only will this museum be... So he... He created this ad, this promo, without having secured the property. Normally what happens is the property is already secure and they look, make a little mock-up display so everyone can see what's going to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, ooh, this, is, this, this did not age well. A great cultural institution. This museum is going to be a great well. tourist attraction that will help revitalize a lot of the black businesses that are already here. But family, we need your help. We need at least $7 million to get this project completed. And we're going to start doing everything. That's right. He did ask for the seven. Woo, that's a lot of money. Listen, wait, I don't, I don't know if black folk really got it like that. Like, I don't know, man. Like do black folk collectively, have they ever funded anything that expensive? Uh, yeah. Him asking for seven. That's a, no, you, there's no way you would have to take some private money, some grant money. You would have to take some federal state money. There's no way you, you're going to crowdfund something for seven mil just based solely off black people. There's no way. No way. This did not age well at all. Thing in stages. We need at least $1 million in the first phase to get the museum project off the ground so that Ooh. we can acquire the land. Everybody who contributes to the museum, we're going to have a wall in the museum with the names of all the donors. So your name is going to be built into the foundation of the museum. So we need you to get involved. There's going to be a lot of other perks as well. So everybody get involved. Let's make history. Let's take control of our own community and our own history. Get involved with the Hidden History Museum right now.
Bruh. Yeah. Ain't none of that shit in it. <laughs> Ain't none of that shit in uh, uh, This did not age. This did not age well at all. Did not age well at all. I know, right? I, I'm not trying to be made into a cartoon. This is Tulsa real estate fun all over again. That's, yeah, but I can't ever recall any black folk as a collective funding anything that expensive. <sighs> okay. I remember when Tariq said the museums are looking bullshit now. Yeah, yeah, right? Okay. Incept, you know what? I'm not going to do this with y'all. Terrible, yeah, totally mismanaged. Total, total mismanagement of monies. The museum is hiding. Now, if he was, if this were Atlanta, this would be nothing. If this were Atlanta, it, he'd have been, he'd have got the money. But this is LA. It's a, it's a different, different set of economic circumstances. If this were Atlanta, Miami, uh, Charlotte, Chicago, he'd have had that. He would have had seven mil easy, easily. But I think asking LA blacks for that type of money. Nah, LA blacks ain't got it like that. They, they, they don't not to be disrespectful, but as a collective, no, they ain't got it like that. Um, I don't want to miss anybody's super chats. Oh, Tony Snow, thank you for the uh, 200 Super Chat. Hey, uh, say, bro, you got an email and got some clips for it. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, let me type it in the uh, in the chat. Let me type it in the chat. Jay Jermaine, again, for the five on the, on the Super Chat. Thank you, bro. Uh, <laughs> Tariq is starting a Sunday school. Speaking of Dr. Uma, I kid you not. Are oh, you serious? Quit playing, quit playing, quit playing. <laughs> Yo, Tony Snow, if you're still here, man, here's my email, bro. Trifecta. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 2016 at gmail.com. All right. Um, I'm going to keep my personal opinions out of this. But definitely that, that promo did not age well. Did not age well. Did not age well at all. So yeah, if I gave money to that, I would be a little miffed. I would be like, this is not what I donated money for, you know, but I get it. I get it. Shit happens. Got to pivot, right? Okay. Um, mm, mm, mm. Okay. So let's get into, I didn't even make a thumbnail for today's show, man. I'm so, I'm, I'm lacking right now. Okay. After this show, I'll do a thumbnail. I didn't mean to, I forgot to make a thumbnail. Not that I got lazy, it just got pressed for time. Don't do that. Okay, you know what? Did I download this one already? Let me find it. Hold up, y'all. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. Now, I just wanted, this is for all the married couples. This is, this is for the married couples because, you know, all you guys that shack up and y'all playhouse, this ain't for y'all. No, no diss. 
this is for the grown folk that actually went before the state and signed legally binding documents with their respective states. This is for us, not y'all that, you know, we are house, y'all play house, okay? Right? For those that are house, we don't play house. We are actually house. All right, the Obamas. Now, I'm not, I'm not a marriage counselor expert, none of that shit. You know, my marriage, Lord have mercy, do not do what I do, okay? Because you will get killed. Your wife will kill you, stab you, shoot you, all that, burn you. What, hey, what, what, did, uh, what did Samuel Jackson say in, in, in um, Hateful Eight? Drown them, burn them, stab them, kill them. <laughs> Do not follow my blueprint because you will get all that drawn and quartered, flayed, tarred and feathered. Okay? It will, it, my blueprint will guarantee you just failure. <laughs> you follow my marriage blueprint, I can almost guarantee you'll fail. <laughs> But yo, the Obamas, right? Um, now there's ebbs and flows in all relationships, and yes, you probably do get to a point where you don't like your mate, and it's harder if you are in a marriage with with being married to someone you don't like. That happens, and I thought this was very, very telling that Michelle said what she said about uh, Barack. Now I'm not here for the Michael Joe. I believe this is a man as well, but I'm just not here for that. I'm here for the message in which he's conveying as far as not liking your mate for a very long time. Because we all at some point, us married couples do fall into a state of where you don't like your mate at some point. Eventually you get, you work your way out of it, but there are times when you just don't like your mate or she doesn't like you, vice versa. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't see. <laughs> so let's get into what. Uh, Michelle, a.k.a. Alleged, Michael, allegedly says about her not liking Obama or Barack. Back in good graces, <laughs> again, for a friend. You got a pen so I can take notes? <laughs> let, me, let me just say this. Uh, it sure helps to be out of the White House uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, to, to have a little more time with her. Right. You know, what also helps, though, about children. And yeah. I don't know about your spouse, Michelle, when, when our girls were growing up, that was priority number one, two, three, and four. Of course. And so I, I, I did not fully appreciate, I think, hmm. as, as engaged of a father as I was, the degree of stress and tension for her, knowing that not just me and Michelle were under scrutiny and in this strange environment, but that... We were raising our, our daughters of course. in, in, in a, a, a kind of uh, situation that it, it just wasn't normal. Now, let me say this before I play the second clip. I've never heard any former president's wife come out and say, I never liked my husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's we, you never heard Barbara or... or, or, or um, You've never heard any other first lady in an interview say how much she didn't like her husband or whatever reason. Never happened. Never. But with the Obamas, it was one point at Michelle called herself a single mother, right? She complained about his work schedule. Like, bitch, (laughs) 
<laughs> Hillary, even at Bill's worst, was like, I'm going to stand by my husband. I believe my husband. Martha never said nothing. Uh, uh, Laura never said nothing. Nancy never said nothing. Uh, who is Jimmy Carter's wife? They've never said anything disparaging about their husbands. But only with the Obamas, where it's almost okay, like, to, for her to talk smack about, well, yeah, you know, he wasn't always there like that, and he worked a lot, and, you know, I'm a single mother at this point. Like, bitch, what are you talking about? Okay, let's go. Let's go with, to see what Michelle says. Now, once again, this is for married people. The, the message resonates. I just don't like that out of all the presidents and first, uh, first ladies, it's only the black folk that come out and say, well, you know, she was getting on my nerves. and what, You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, okay, let's go. People think I'm being catty by saying this. It's like there were 10 years where I couldn't stand my husband. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You do say that. that. They laughing. That's not a laughing matter. If you've ever been in a long-term committed relationship with somebody you don't like, a lot of times people don't come, they don't come out of that. Like that's hard. The, once you shaking, the love thing is one thing, but once you stop genuinely liking somebody, it's hard to come out of that. It's hard. Only married couples, I, I, you know, can really attest to how hard it is, you know, coming out of that space. You non-married couples, I don't want to hear it because y'all really don't have the risk involved. You know, that's why I don't take anything. These, I, I don't want to get on the wrong. But this is hard. Ten long years. And guess when it happened? When those kids were little, right? Yeah. Right? Because, you know, you can be all great individually when, you, when you're just married. You got your life. He's got his. You come together. It's all, ooh, good to see you. Bye. Take it easy. <laughs> and then you have kids. Not take it easy. Take it easy. You're traveling. That's great. Good. I get to hang, hang out and watch the TV I want to watch. Right. But the minute we had kids, it was like, where are you going? <laughs> and how far? And you start measuring. It's like, how many diapers did you change? And, oh, you're golfing? Oh, you got time? Oh, you got time to golf? How you at the gym all the time? I Why are you in my brain right now? I'm like, that's when, all, that's when all the measuring starts golfing. because you got this project. Yes. And guess what? Little kids, they're terror. Listen, you've never heard any white first lady talk anything other than loving praise for her presidential husband. I've never heard it. If you can find a clip of any of these former first ladies, yeah, you never heard Jacqueline talk crazy uh, uh, about John. You never heard any first ladies talk crazy, this reckless about their husbands during the time in, 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 the, in the White House. Never. And I don't understand why would black folk with the Obamas it's it's cool to do so. This is not cool to do so. But this is two messages in one. So that's the first message. The second message is, yes, if you start, start not to like somebody, a lot of times you don't recover from that. A lot of times you don't recover from that. They, yeah, you've never heard any of those white women speak ill of their husbands. Never. Ever. Ever. 
you know, and it, it just, it's, it's weird to me, but then it's like, I don't know, man. I, it, it makes no sense to me. You know, only the black woman would have a problem with her husband being a president. You know, like, no, your complaints don't matter. It, no, what, what you're going through does not matter. Like, ma'am, that you have a staff for all that. They have a staff to help with the babies and stuff. Like, you have butlers. You have maids and nannies. Like, what are we... You ain't never heard any of these first ladies talk about, oh, you had a rough time raising these kids in this White House. Never. Never. That's the way we're bred. See, I don't even want to say that, bruh. I didn't want to say all that, but you have a point. Is it, is it black folk just conditioned to not see the best in their mates or always look for an excuse to take shots at their mates? Like, ah, man, nah, that's not, that's not the way, you know? Hey, one, thank you for the uh, 200 super chat, bro. Another one for the black couple separation. Saya, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, like will said he been, he been talking reckless, though. Even before Obama was president, I remember she was on Oprah talking about he don't pick his socks up off the floor. She, he always sounded resentful of Barry. That's a great point. Great point. Mm. Yeah, this bothers me. I don't like this. Right, because this, like this is like the couple's goals that everyone kind of points to. Like, black couple's goals is either Jay-Z, Beyonce, or Barack and, and, and Michelle, right? And the black folk have this fascination with other people's, other people's relationships. No, you don't know what they do in theirs. You don't know what they do to keep their shit together, you know? And I've, I've been saying this, all marriages are not monoliths, my, are not monoliths, but those goofballs down the street think every marriage is the same. You don't know what Rolo Tomasi does to keep his wife happy. All right, I'm going off on a tangent now. Rolo, you know what? I don't know. Oh, my God. For you to be married to somebody over 20 plus years, you have to, you're going to capitulate to the wife at some point. At some point. And I don't know why people praise Rolo as like the shining example of what a husband is supposed to be. You don't know what that man is into. You don't know what his wife is into. You don't know what they're like behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you all find out, I'll say, so everybody that's on the, on the pegging site, okay, let's, let's, go, let's go a little deep now. So for everybody that's still on Facebook, I haven't had a Facebook account in four or five years. So for all those people that are on Facebook accounts that go into the pegging, um, the pegging groups, Right. Walk with me. Walk with me. So for all of y'all that peek into those Facebook pegging groups and when those women say, yeah, my husband loves when I peg him. How do you look at these men? When their women, when their wives and women tell y'all their husbands like being pegged, how do you look at these men? How? How does your perception of these husbands that still go to work, that still pay the bills, right? 
that still, you know, are for family, provide and protect. If the wife says, well, yeah, you know, Johnny likes, we, we have a Peggy night once a month and he just loves it and I love doing it to him. How do you look at that husband moving forward? You don't know what these people are into to keep their marriages together. Yeah, we walk in there. Yeah, no, 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 no. Come on, come on, brother. We walk in. Come on, turn it, turn it back around. Turn it back around. We, we're going there. Yes, we're going there. Yes. This is why you should not pedestalize, <laughs> especially married dudes that, um, that talk relationship stuff. Because they're not going to tell you exactly what they have to do or what they do behind closed doors to keep the marriage going. Having a job, paying bills is one aspect of it. That's just one as that's like a third of it, you know. So, so once again, nah, nah, Tony Snow, get your ass over here. Nah, 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 nah. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no. I'm, I'll be back. Ain't no going to the store. I'm gonna be back for some cigarettes. No, nah, how do y'all look at these women's husbands? Right, they all go to the gym. They all work out, and 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 you know they're man's man and boys' night out, and um, you know, oh my God, I love my husband. We just every every you know once a night, once a month, we have peg night. Did y'all did y'all stop watching Deadpool? Did you didn't you watch Deadpool two? Aren't you excited for Deadpool three? Wasn't Deadpool getting pegged in the first Deadpool movie? Did y'all did that stop y'all from watching Deadpool? Yes or no? Did it stop you from watching Deadpool 2? Yes or no? Exactly. If you knew half of these guys is what they y'all dragged. <laughs> Y'all drag my, my buddy C Boogie for his confession to no end. And all I see out here, it, either online or out here in real time, is women out here. Yes, I be I lick my man's ass. I love doing it and he loves it too. <laughs> you don't know what these people are into. Stop putting these people on pedestals or act like they have the magic bean to, to give to you to have a happy and fruitful marriage. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. Ain't no child safety locks on. Okay. Right. Or, 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 or y'all go, y'all in those Facebook swinging groups. Come on, man. Let's go there. Y'all in these Facebook swinging groups lurking, Taking notes, being nosy, right? Y'all in those Facebook wife swap groups. Guys out here swapping their wives out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. How you look at these men now? How do you how you looking at these men that swipe out their wives? Right? Because y'all be like, "What is these cucks? These cucks? These cucks?" the cuck thing is, is, is bigger than <laughs> y'all. I don't think y'all understand. See, this is where I, I wish I had my sex worker homies will come and drop knowledge. Y'all don't understand how big this cuck thing is. 
This the, the cuck community is huge. The cuck community is huge. 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 Do you understand? It's huge. They don't get it. That's why I don't. When I listen to. When I listen to these dudes. It, it, it ain't even genuine. Right. And this is. It's not even about. It's not even about my man Boogie. But it's. 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 It's the idea of what y'all perceive as, as, you know, whatever. But then on the flip side, it happens way more than what you care to realize. Right. And (laughs) I don't, a lot of these dudes, you can tell these dudes didn't get off the porch a lot. A lot of these dudes didn't get off the porch. A lot of these dudes didn't get off the porch. Yo, the, one of the biggest swing groups in, in the country is in Chicago to this day. One of the biggest swinging groups in the nation is in Chicago. The second one, I believe, is either D.C. D.C. used to have a really huge swing group, right? Um, wife swapping is, is, is still a thing, but I, that y'all talk about them cucks all day. That cuck shit is huge. 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 It's big in Poland. I'm just, I'm just telling y'all what it is, man. I would tell you guys, go, go be friends with a sex worker. I mean, a good one. I mean, one that's always working or always being requested. She'll tell you the, the whole spiel. She'll tell you what time it is. And you'll look at that shit in a whole different light. Okay. Uh, like, like I said, a lot of these guys, they can't tell you what they do to keep their stuff going. They can't because then they, your whole perception of them would change, you know? And, and listen, because y'all like to put race on, y'all like to put race on things that who does more what. Okay, so what race is, is, into, cuck thing, is into cucking more than anybody else? Now, it's, it's speculative, but you, you have a general idea of who's into it more than, more than everybody else, right? And then we, we all knew a few, know a few guys, you know, that's, you know, they, they pay me good money, man. Fuck it. You know, he, he want to watch me fuck his wife, then that's what he, you know. Come on. Come on. Stop. This is nonsense. This is nonsense. All right? Like, a lot of y'all are not being sincere and... and Okay, so the, the content creators are not being sincere because they can't afford to, for you to lose respect for them if they told you what it really, you know, because, like, I get motherfuckers mad at me, like, ooh, Sly, you cheat on your wife? Ooh, Sly, you be having outside relations with, with your wife? Like, I get, I get some of those old, stodgy motherfuckers, like, mad at me, like, you, you go out on your wife, Sly? And I be like, it's not what you think. There's a dynamic to it. But no, you, you go out and do... So you can't even handle... If I have somebody outside, so then you're not ready for the wife swap, the swingers, none of that other stuff. You're not ready for figging. 
You're not ready for golden showers or scat. You're not ready for none of that. So if what I do bothers you, then you're not ready for the entire other side of that, what comes with it. So you just stay in your bubble and God forbid nobody bursts that bubble for you. Okay. Once again, I try and tell people, you do you realize how sex starved a lot of these people are? Listen to these dudes talk. A lot of these guys are just so starved for sex and have never had a chance to explore anything outside of what their perceived bubble of sex is. Okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. I hear, I, listen, I hear all that. I hear you. I, I agree. I agree. But this shit is way bigger, way more expansive than people even, you know, care to realize. I'm telling you, swingers in Chicago, I wish Rose Gold was here. She, she, she would confirm. She would confirm. You know? Turn this in HBO. I'm not trying to, bro, but I'm just like, yo, like, Listen, could you, you, you know how, you know how important sexual access is to these women, right? Okay. So once they get the woman of their dreams, the Keisha of their dreams, now try to convince the man that unspent the years finally getting to Keisha. Now, now convince him to let Keisha, to swap Keisha out for somebody else. Try to convince these guys that finally got the woman they've hated on for so long. I finally got Keisha. I finally got Keisha to submit. Okay, Keisha is now compliant. I got her, y'all. It, was, it took me 15, 16 years, but I got Keisha. All right, now Keisha says, you know what? Hey, my girl's having a party. I, I think we should go. Oh, okay, what kind of party is it? It's a, it's a couple's only party. Oh, okay. Okay, well, well, what's up? Well, you know, baby, it's a couple's only party. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you sure you want to go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, cool. You know, we're a couple, other couples. Yeah, yeah. Go there, and the first thing you do is sign a piece of paper. You have to put your phone in a basket. This is how you know you. Because when they, t- they put your phone in the basket. And then the hostess comes out and says, hey. Thank y'all for joining. Thank you for coming out. Here's the house rules. They give you the house rules. Huh? Am I? Am I? Right? Do I sound like I know what I'm talking about? They give you the house rules. And then the hostess goes around and lets everybody know what you will and won't do. Hey, everybody. This is Jerome and Sheila. They're first timers here. I want you guys to, you know, take it easy with them. They're first timers. They're just here to observe. They're not here to participate. Huh? Am I talking to y'all right now? So everyone drinking, mixers, eating, right? And then the hostess says, okay, everybody, all right, now it's time to, to, to put on the red light, blue light, green light, whatever light that gives everybody the signal what time it is. Then everybody starts taking off their clothes, and y'all sitting there like, and you looking at Keisha like, Keisha, what, the, what kind of couples event is this? Well, honey, I told you it's couples only. Yeah, but Keisha, I didn't. Oh, what? Huh? Huh? And then you just go around, couple to couple, just watching them. You know, 
Everybody pick a spot where they want to do their thing. And you just walk around watching, observing, because you're cause you done told the hostess you want to observe. But Keisha's like, well, I, baby, I don't want to observe. I want to participate. What you going to do? <laughs> what you going to do when Keisha want to participate? And don't think there's not some security niggas on the side just in case one of y'all niggas get, act, get to acting up. Because now, Nick, here's the problem. This is why the, the whole, um, here's why, here's why the, uh, the, the, the swinger parties are now so strict on invites only vetting people because the niggas don't know how to act. The niggas be, be fighting in these parties. Niggas be fighting at goddamn swinger parties because what happens is it be more niggas than women. And then the women be like, mm, no, no, maybe him. So if you're one of those guys, if you're one of those no, 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 maybes, you have to sit around and watch this bitch get fucked by everybody else but you. And then you niggas get mad because y'all paid the entry fee to get in. Thinking you going to fuck because you paid the entry fee. Somebody stop me if I'm lying right now. Right? Someone say, Sly, you know what? You're telling too much business. So now you got this goofball nigga sitting in the corner watching everybody but him fuck. Or you got these other group of guys that all paid the 50, the 100, the 150, 250, however much the hostess says the, the, the entry fee is to get into this event. And she tells you flat out, listen, just because you paid this 250 don't mean, doesn't guarantee you're going to fuck. But you a guy. You ain't hear what the fuck she just said. You said, you said to yourself, I paid 250 I'm going to fuck on something. That ain't what she said. She said, just because you paid this 250 doesn't mean you're going to get the touch on anybody. Because you're a guy and you're stupid. You think pussy is old to you. You go to this shit and you and four other niggas standing there, balls all swollen, watching this bitch get fucked. And that she fucking on everybody but you, goofballs. I'm told way too much of, of the business. And then, and then, and then, God forbid you have a, a sit down with the, uh, with the couple and they'll tell you, well, yeah, swinging, you know, it, bring, it actually brought us closer together. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Me and my husband, we've never been more connected. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Go sit and have a conversation with these swinging-ass couples, and they'll tell you their relationship is more rock-solid than it's ever been. If it don't make sense to you, that life is not for you. Stay the fuck out of that. They'll get away from there. It's not for you. You're not built for it. It didn't choose you, so don't try to choose it. Yeah. Ask any hostess that be hosting these parties, who get the fighting and, and messing the thing up for everybody? <laughs> it be those guys it be those guys <laughs> what nah hey shit hey, hey I don't have these problems hell no I have opposite of problems I do not have these problems no you know alright you ain't paying too f that's what I'm saying but here's the thing it's up to the women to decide. And then, and then 
a lot of these guys are so stupid and clueless, they'll try to hit on the hostess. Now, the hostess may come out, she may be dressed in something really skimpy, or she just may be naked altogether, okay? So when she comes to greet the couple, um, the guys are already like, oh, well, the hostess is already naked. Well, shit, I'm a, I'm a, if I can't get on a, anybody else, I'm going to get the hostess. And the hostess is like, no, Negro, I'm the hostess. I'm just here to host. I'm not here to have sex. Do you understand? Okay. I I just I just want y'all to understand how unprepared and how all, uh, almost delusional a lot of our people are when it comes to how this sex thing really works. I'm sorry. And then you know, like I said, you don't know what a guy like Rolo Tomasi has to do to keep his marriage going for t- how long has he been married? 30 plus years. You don't know what that motherfucker's into with, it, with him and his wife. Right? I mean, you know, these couples bring in, they bring the pets in and shit. Come on, man. Don't act like you can't find these videos. Don't act like you can't find these videos. Of the- Lord have mercy. We're not, we're not going to do that. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. We're not, we're not going to go there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, so would I say that white men are the original red pillars? That's a good question. That's a very good question. I would say so. Who gets beat? Okay, I, I say yes, but here's my reasoning why. Who gets beat down in court more than anybody? Who's been getting bent over in court the longest? Who's lost more wealth and resources? Who's lost more children? Who's lost more homes and cars than, than the white man? No one's lost more in family court than the white man. Hands down. Hands down. Nobody's lost more than a white man. Nobody's lost more than a white man. So when I, when I hear Tyrese... 600 grand, I hear you, but that, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, I know scores of white guys that have been financially just crippled, crippled, crippled. If anybody knows this, this game, it's the white man. Wait, wait, wait. Pets, like real pets or fuzzies? Shit, both. Right, I knew a, I knew a guy. Him and his wife, they would dress up as, and they they would do the animal thing. So the whole fuzzies, you get the, the animal suit, like whatever your spirit animal is, you go to a costume store and buy the animal spirit animal, and then y'all would have sex like those animals. <sighs> some of y'all just y'all just some of y'all. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Carson back in the day got hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's okay. I understand. This is not for everybody. This is not for everybody. Yeah, I remember Beast Tube. Listen, honey, you ain't telling nobody nothing. I remember. Now it's, um, now it's Zoophilia. There's like a bunch of Zoophilia groups, and they're, they're pretty underground. They're pretty, they're pretty strict about who they bring in. So, yeah, anything with the Zoophilia, um, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, they, they tell you all the laws, 
what animals you can you can get away with. I, it's, it's pretty. They do their homework. They're pretty extensive. They're pretty extensive. You know. Stop sounding like Dick Gregory. I'm just saying, like, you know. I, listen, I'm just here. I, I've been blessed to see a lot of things and do a lot of things. And what I'm what I have experienced versus the people I come across, there's a huge gap. And I'm like, y'all have no idea. Like these guys are worried about body counts. Like you have, that's the least of your concern is a woman's body count. You'll never know the true number. You'll never know the true number. Why would you even waste your time with that? I get it. The spiritual connection is, is a big deal. And you don't want another guy's residual uh, energy in her. If she hasn't healed from that, she hasn't done a spiritual bath. I get all that. I get all that. I'm with y'all. But the reality is. The reality is, you know, okay, and the wife told me to chill, so I'm going to chill. All right, let's get on through with, with, uh, oh, geez. Okay. Let's get on to something else. Let's get on to something else. Um, let me just say this. If their content is the same female-based content over and over and over again, if it's all about what she won't do, her attitude, um, her background, right? It's nothing else then I, I would I would guess that person has a very limited sexual uh, sexual lifespan per se, right? I would say if if your content about women is those just those three parameters, then I, that pretty much tells me you have a very short sexual lifespan. You haven't gone out and experienced much of anything outside of those three parameters, right? Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Let's uh Okay, let's get let's get to uh shit. Where's my neck? What what I, what I want to get into? I'm sorry I went left, y'all, but it kind of tied in. It Okay, that's where it went left. Because I said you don't know what these guys do in their relationships at home with their women or their wives to keep things cool or what they're into. That's how I got it went left. So I'm not saying don't take advice from Rolo Tomasi. I'm saying, bruh, you've been married close to 30 years, and I've never heard you talk about the other side of the sexual landscape. Now, I don't follow him like that. If he talks about the wild side of sex and all the shit that he used to do or done, with the, then I, I, stand, I stand down. I stand corrected. But you're not telling your people what it really is. And a lot of these guys cannot do that because if that man says, Hey, yeah, me and my wife have a peg night, he will lose all of his support overnight. Okay. He will lose all of his support overnight. Once again, go back into those Facebook swinging groups, pegging groups, wife swapping groups, and then come back and tell me where I, I told y'all wrong. 
by all means, go back into those groups and take notes. Okay. All right. So yeah. Yeah. They worry about bachelorette parties. Like, bruh, like bachelorette parties. That's, that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> like you should expect it. You know what? Okay. I found the perfect me. I found the perfect me. I found the perfect me. It, it just came to me. It just came to me. Hold up. I don't even be looking for shit. Shit just comes to me, right? I found the absolute perfect meme. The, I, this is the man, the black manosphere to a T. If I could sum those guys up in one picture, which I'm going to do. Okay, <laughs> wait, let me email it to myself, blah, 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 blah. And once again, I'm not here to offend anybody or make anybody feel lesser than. I'm not here for that. That doesn't, that does nothing for me. I'm just here to inform and enlighten. A lot of y'all really just don't understand what the fuck is going on out here. Because you let these goofballs on YouTube tell you it's something else. And I'm telling you, it's something way, <sighs> you know. It's like the comet, the, the, the asteroid, that, the, 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 the planet killer. It ain't the planet killer you need to worry about. It's these other little asteroids that come before it. You know, the planet killer is coming. That's the least of your concern. Because once it hits, everybody goes. But it's those ones right before it. The ones that are like 15 or 20 miles before the big one that you get bombarded with. That's what you need to worry about. But let me just, if I could sum those guys up down the street in one picture one picture this would be it uh, where is it at okay where is it at here we go one picture will sum these guys up you ready come on come on oh i hate it oh the camera's it's on my ass do not be the guy with the flowers. That is the black manosphere. The guy with the flowers. Don't be the guy holding the bouquet of roses. Everybody gets a turn. Act like you've been here before. Everybody gets a turn. Just act like you've been here before. Okay? Now, y'all can stop me if I'm, if I'm going wrong. Say, slide, no, bro, it's not how it is. It? It's not how it is. Don't be this dude with the bouquet of roses. Everybody gets a turn. Act like you've been here before. I didn't go looking for this. This shit came to me. Goddamn Twitter. I was like, what the hell is this? Okay, don't be these dudes, please. Please. Uh-oh. Let me see. The, let me see. The, Uh-oh. <laughs> She's laughing at me now. Okay. All right. Don't be suit. 
everybody gets a turn. If if you have no plans on marrying the woman, it's just your turn. Y'all, if you don't plan on marrying the woman and raising a family with the woman, it's just your turn. Okay? Yeah. She was never yours. It's just your turn. Act like you've been here before. I don't want to hear nothing dynamics between a man and a woman from a man who does not have any sexual dynamics with women. All right? Carrie <laughs> said, I love flops. Oh, Lord. Lord have mercy. I'm just saying, don't be this guy in a suit, y'all. Okay? Just don't be this guy in a suit. They allowed this meet? I, I don't know. I, listen, I'm going to put this shit on up. This is going to go away. This shit will either go, definitely going to Patreon. Or should I just do members only? I don't know. I'll probably just do members only just because I ain't done nothing for my members for so long. And I'm so sorry. Please forgive me, y'all. But don't be the guy in the suit holding the bouquet. If you're not going to marry this woman and have a family with this woman, it's just your turn. And when it is your turn, just act like you've been here before. What your parents used to tell you when you went before y'all left the house or before you went to the store, you went to Toys R Us. Act like you've been here before. Okay? Yeah. All right. Exactly. Like, nigga, hurry up. Hurry up. <laughs> All right? Okay. Yeah, it's everybody. Everybody gets a turn. Relax. Act like you've been here before. Don't we tell our kids the same thing when they were little? Act like you've been here before. All right. Damn it. See, I did not plan on talking about none of this stuff. None. But then I, I, I kept seeing everybody talk about this damn debate with, with Destiny and, and Sneeko and old man Rolo. And I'm like, what y'all? How did that debate impact your life? Before I get on to the next set of horror stories, how did the Sneeko... Destiny versus Rolo and the other guy debate. How did that imp impact anybody's life? What did you learn from that debate? Because you you have all you have four men that can pretty much get with women, but if you're a guy that's not well versed in getting women, what's listening to a bunch of men that get women on the regular? How's that? How's that helping you? What did you? What was the takeaway from that? What was the aha, I got it moment? What was it? What was said during that debate, that three, four hour debate that y'all walked away with? It's like, you know what? I get it now. One guy's been married for 30 years. The other guy on the opposing team is divorced with three kids. The other guy, he's in his mid 20s, so he's, he's in heat. The other guy does parties with women. 
you have four different dynamics, and if you don't fit those four di- different dynamics, how does that shit apply to you? So if you're, if you're not in your early 20s and heat fucking on everything, you're just a freshly divorced man with three children, and, 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 or, or you've been married for 30 years, or you're, you're a party promoter that, that hangs with women all day long. If you don't hit those four metrics, what, is that, where is that, what does that do for you? What, 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 what do you, what do you, what, what? Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay. You know what? <laughs> I think before I hang this YouTube shit up, by the end of this year, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to stick my nose in, into some of that shit. I'm going to be like, you know what? That's not how it works. One of these days before the end of the year, I'm going to sneak my, I'm going to, I'm going to dip my toe in that relationship woman dynamic shit. Cause I just be listening to these dudes. I'd be like, this is not how it works. They're, no. One, one day. Yeah. He's in heat. He's knocking down everything that's moving. Uh, what, what, you know what I'm saying? All right, so, okay. Let's get, shit. Patricia, do I want to do Patricia? Patricia Stallings. This is an old story. Is anybody well-versed on Patricia Stallings? Does anybody even know who Patricia Stallings is? Okay. I'm going to say for the most part, probably a lot of y'all would say no. All right. Patricia Stallings. Interesting case. Interesting case. Patricia, this is, like I said, this is old stuff that we're going to go over. All right. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. This is fascinating. Fascinating stuff. What happened to this woman? And I hate that. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? Let me do this. Let me do this. I'm going to kill this stream because I'm so irritated with, with my Ecamm. So what I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to end this stream. I'm come right back. Uh, cause I, I, the frame dropping is bothering the fuck out of me. So let me do this. Let me drop this. <laughs> let me end this stream and then come right back and we'll get into the rest of this show because I, the more I look at myself, do the, do the herky jerk is this driving me nuts. So I'll be right, right back. All right. I'll be right, right back. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. 